www.entertainment.ie I love the way you say film. Hello and welcome back to The Film Show. How are you? How are you getting on, people at home? And you two in front of me. <laughs> I'm joined by Brian Lloyd and Dee Malumbi. The big three back together. Can I the actually trio. point out before we uh, get into this? Deirdre, you're looking yeah. tanned and relaxed. Oh, thank you. Owen, you two are looking tanned and relaxed. Whereas I am looking pasty. Pale and, and sickly. Pale, sickly and jittery. So uh, while the two of you were off sunning yourselves. You I were was... probably sitting in a cinema screen in the dark. Yeah. In the dark. Alone. Putting the errors in. Putting the errors in. <laughs> making the effort. Keeping this place afloat. Well, you two, well, you were off in Italy, and where were you? In like fucking Greece or somewhere, was it? No, Greece initially, and then it was Budapest. Yeah, Vienna. there you yeah, go. There we yeah. go. Yeah, there it's go. tough life. When am I going to get my holiday? Okay, when am I going to get my holiday? I feel like if you got more tanned, you would not get more relaxed. No, I'd be more like, oh god, am I gonna get skin cancer? Oh god, oh god. In fact, I would love to see like the olive skin Mediterranean Brian Lloyd, <laughs> who must exist somewhere in Italy or somewhere. Yeah. Like just a mirror image of you, but with an even spicier Italian kind of eccentricity. Like have you got? Do you guys watch Rick and Morty? Yeah. Oh yeah. You know the, the episode where um, they get rid of all the evil toxins inside. <laughs> I feel like you would be like relaxed Rick and Morty. Post getting the toxins outside, and then so there'd be like toxin Brian going right. Brian is half more. a person. He is <laughs> just the negative aspects of one full person. <laughs> it's fair. It's fair. Thank but you. in a, in a nice, like in a, in a very endearing way. Sure. I didn't have anything else to add. <laughs> so yeah, no, it's great to have all three back though. Yeah. It brings a certain pizzazz to the show, I think, sure that uh, I'm sure the listeners must appreciate it though. <laughs> okay, we're gonna go straight into news. Movie news. We've got the Skywalker trailer. Oh yes. my god, Rise of Skywalker. Right. Uh I should preface it by saying that the, this will contain spoilers to the trailer, which is now something that people get annoyed about. Even, even the idea of spoiling the tease. Come on, like, do they really? Just go listen. Don't don't listen to a film podcast. Why don't you just, if you haven't seen the trailer, just pause this podcast right now and go watch it. It's that easy. Yeah, actually, very true. That's Although I do know people who are refusing to watch any yes, publicity. That's fair. Oh, really? There's thing. so yeah. little in this. So, like, it's a two and a half minute long trailer, and I swear, the first like full minute is like just flashbacks to previous yeah. Star Wars movies, so you're going to get mm. nothing from this. Nothing. You get about as much as you get in the teaser. That's fair. And this is meant to be like the first trailer. Yeah. To the so <laughs> just go all, listen to another podcast. It's just all bull. Like they're not they're not showing anything. It's Star Wars no. for it, like, So what? It know? came from the Disney uh D twenty three expo. Yes. That's right. Uh, it was like a, basically this like sizzle reel of uh, the Rise of Skywalker. And to be fair, like, I mean, yeah, just to reiterate your point, there are no major plot points in this. I mean, the final scene in it is Ray with this kind of like double uh lightsaber. Uh, kind of like Maul and she's wearing all these like dark Sith robes and it's like oh Class. my god amazing but like you know you look at like the Force Awakens or you look at the last Jedi trailers they all have 
kind of like um, hoodwink almost correct yes yeah. yes yeah. literally that like they're literally hoodwinks they're literally like oh it's gonna be like this no it's not yeah it's I mean they the include shots opposite. that aren't even in the movie like in the case of Rogue One yeah yeah totally. true yeah yeah totally totally so like, a surprising amount of dream sequences I completely forgot how big a part but even like between episode 7 and 8 all anyone could talk about even after seeing the movie was those dream sequences. Yeah. So mm. I don't know. Is that, is that, I, I know you wrote up an article on uh, entertainment.ie. Yes, I did. The did website. Yeah, I loved it. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah, What's the title of it if anyone wants to get Googling? Yeah, if anyone wants to find it, it's basically Is the Rise of, Sky- uh, of Skywalker Taken from a 30-Year-Old Novel? And that's actually just for me to be a pedantic pat. I could tell, yeah. Because it's been bugging me. It's been bugging me. Ever since they wrote the headline, I was like, oh, that's not right. That's not right at all. It's actually 28 years. It was oh. 19, well, it was 1991, then 1992, then 1993, but whatever, yeah. Um, yeah, so there was these basically... This is really putting on my... Like strap in because this is gonna get so fucking nerdy. I know I'm that's why I, c- I couldn't even finish your article. If I'm honest, I got to paragraph in, and I was like, "Oh, this is just oozing with nerd. I can't, I can't." I looked at the pictures and I like kind of skimmed it. I know exactly what you're talking about, and I love it. And right. I can't, but I still can't look at you while you. I know. I'm gonna give you 40 seconds. This should be like you know, you know that you know that thing where you like eat those birds where you have to like put the put the thing over your face. The, this is like that. What's that called? What is that the, called? I don't know. Didn't they did it in uh, Hannibal? Hannibal. Yeah. Whatever that. This is like the birds. Again, that. this was on Entertainment Daddy. Yeah. We're referencing oh, the website. Okay. So essentially, 30 years ago, there was this. A trilogy of books called the Thrawn Trilogy. Oh my god. And in the second book, this is so fucking nerdy. In the second book, <laughs> the entire story revolved around this uh, missing fleet of ships. <laughs> You're vibrating. Called, I'm so, I'm, I feel so embarrassed saying this out loud. I'm very sorry. So there was this entire missing fleet. I'm just going to parachute this. So this, there was this entire missing fleet called the Dark Force that this. Uh, uh, Imperial uh, Grand Admiral called Thrawn wanted to get control of, and the whole story, the whole book was about them trying to find this missing fleet. And then, if you look at the trailer for the Rise of Skywalker, this is this entire missing fleet, and also as well, there was a whole thing in the final book, which was called The Last Command, which was about the final act of the book. Mm. It was about Luke Skywalker fighting a clone version of himself. Yeah. Um. And yeah, and so basically in the trailer you have Evil Ray with her double lightsaber sword and blah, 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 blah. So basically the gist of the article is is that they basically borrowed liberally, as I can see it, borrowed liberally from these books. D, you can un... You can come back in now. So you you're came, convinced you, that... You, you came you, up with all this from literally two shots in yes. the trailer. <laughs> yeah. yes, literally two shots. Practically still images due to their duration. Still yeah. I, that's what I did. And damn it, damn it all! I'm, you know what I mean. That's some good. That's some good entertainment journalism, right it's there. It's all I want to talk about. Right. I, I, but I think that is it. Where it's like you're given these morsels, of and you're just food. extrapolating. And in some, like sometimes it's more enjoyable than the film. Kind of. Like, kind of. This heightened moment of like, oh my god, oh my god, I bet about this. Oh yeah, I bet that's totally. Before thrown. we're brought back down to it, but the like the main thing, even just to take away from it, was how cool that. Yeah. fleet looked oh yeah it's a load of darkened star destroyers yeah. just like lined up have yeah. they just been sitting there for a couple of years or whatever so yeah 
I don't know. That enough is enough to maybe. Yeah, it's a very like I, I will say that I do like. I mean, to get a bit more kind of broad about it, I do think that the uh, imagery that they had in it was very like it looked great. Yeah. I mean, even if you don't even know what you're looking at, I thought it looked pretty cool. Looked like every other Star Wars movie. <gasps> I mean, yeah. they even prefaced it. Also, you said preface early. Yeah, Isn't yeah. It preface? It's preface. Pre- it's preface. preface. No, you're meant to preface something if you're going to face it pre- later. You're meant to preface. <laughs> whatever, 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 whatever. <laughs> I think it's adorable. You keep your one. Um, what was I going to say? Yeah, but even the fact that, you know, before we got the actual one minute to one minute and a half of footage, um, you saw the shots from the previous Star Wars movies. Like, is this any different? And I mean, that's fine. Look, all the Star Wars movies are the same. The Star Wars fans, like, really. <laughs> Yes. Amazingly, right here. Amazingly, Why are you looking at us? Amazingly <laughs> shitting all over fandom right now. But I mean, Mike felt the same way. Oh you know? God, of course he did. Anyway, big jock. Um, look, I'll go watch them. And like I said, I generally enjoy them. I do find them a bit samey. Um, but yeah, I'll go. Same with this one. I'll go watch it. I suppose. With an open when it yeah. Comes out. And yeah, and I'll have an open mind. But I am very kind of aware of like. The fan pandering nature oh God. behind oh, it, yes. and I mean that's why I do. <laughs> Everyone think except that. me. <laughs> <laughs> but that's why I think that your, you know, theory does hold water in that regard. You know, with oh, it makes in relation to completely. going back to like an early book, like that makes perfect sense. Even yeah. if even if it's it's not like taking that much from the books, but even those kind of ideas yeah. and going yeah. in a different direction with them, yeah, you could very well be right. I mean, I think, like, I mean, you know. If you want to get your conspiracy theory hat on or whatever, like the which whole you thing, know I do, which I do, <laughs> but like the whole thing about the Last Jedi and how people were all like so bent out of shape about the fact that it was like completely because it detracted so much. It's like it's not even Star Wars yeah. anymore. Yeah. It's like, yeah, it is. It has the same character. It's a new director. It's a new, yeah. Yeah, yeah, like I've just... actually appreciated it more and more with time. Kind I... of thing, yeah. I do need to go back and watch it again. I found it fine. No kind yeah. of better or no worse than a bunch mm. of other ones I've seen. I did. I definitely didn't prefer it to The Force Awakens. I quite like that, even though I still say that it's the exact same. It's a mirror as, image of four. Yeah, yeah. yeah. completely. Um, but in any case, yeah. I mean, the fact that they're going back to kind of the roots with yeah. in, with regards to the director and everything. Yeah. I think they've taken Mark Hamill is back right in direction. as well. Yeah, totally. In um, some form or another. Yeah, I would, and yeah, I, 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 it's interesting what you say. Owen. I feel like I have to go back and watch. Um, yeah, thing. Oh, especially the, the prequels. Yeah. You need to start with one and watch them <laughs> no, chronologically. Watch right through, watch I right hate through. sand. Yeah, no. <laughs> oh my God, so bad. <laughs> I love them so much. Oh it's coarse and it's dry and it gets everywhere. Now, Brian, maybe your generation would have been the original Star Wars, but I'm no. going to advocate for the prequels like, till no, I, I mean, die. Yeah, I mean, like I will say, like I think I, I, I grew up with the prequels. I, I love the prequels. I can't help it. Yeah. No, they're yeah. yeah, they're they are what they are. <laughs> I mean, they like to be fair. They're 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 pretty like they're pretty bad. I mean, yeah. To be fair, no, I mean, they're bad. But films. at the yeah. time, at the like, time, yeah, totally. watching that as a kid, totally. Like, you do you away, know what? You know? Actually, yeah, this might be the only time I get to tell this story. Is oh yeah, the first time I was ever in the Savoy Cinema One was for The Phantom Menace. Oh, wow. Oh, wow. I was like eight or something. That's yeah. so cool. Childminder brought us. I'd never been before. Absolutely. It had an intermission. Oh, my God. Right after the pod racing. So I just, like, came out and screamed everywhere. <laughs> I was just like, ah! And that's pod racing. Yeah. I mean, 
Yeah, I remember. I remember going to see it. I think it was like in the Dara Cinema in Nice, and it was like, yeah, yeah. You just, didn't queue up for the A New Hope. No. Oh no, no. It was seventy nine. Seventy seven, actually. <laughs> no, actually, I'll show my age. Let me show you my age, right? Do you remember the special editions? Went to see them. Okay. You probably would have been around, like, this is so Sean. My I don't, know if I I don't remember them showing. I remember when they came out on, would it have been VHS? VHS yeah. I remember when they came out in VHS, but I don't think, maybe they weren't showing them in um, the Odeon Stillorgan, because yeah. that was my local one. Maybe it was my, like the bigger ones in the city centre. But my, maybe, but like, I mean, I definitely saw, I saw the, I saw the Empire Strikes Back and I saw uh, Return of the Jedi in, no, no, the, but, the special yeah, edition the, ones that yeah. when they were re-released in cinemas. Was that, was that with the, the CGI? Yeah, Boba Fett. Yeah, yeah, correct. Yeah, yeah. yeah, exactly. Yeah, the ones with like the really unnecessary CGI. Like, yes. Where they put in Jabba the Hutt in the first That's what one, I mean, yeah. And had that stupid thing where he walks over the te- Like, It's much harder to find the original now than it, it is, is to yeah. find those ones. Yeah. yeah, there was actually, I remember I was reading the thing, um, Gareth Evans was talking about it when he was doing Rogue One and he was basically saying that like, he Edwards. actually, yeah, he, when he actually used original footage. Oh yeah, used unused footage. It was all that uh, red five or whatever. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, the pilot copy. Yeah, Yeah. one of the pilots. Um, one of the pilots. Uh, he used unused footage. That's what I loved about that film so much. Actually, it was was, so seamless. Like, yeah, yeah. exactly. And what he, but what he said was, was that um, the the original film, the completely unfettered original film, was there on like like seventy mil canisters and they were mm. like yeah that's the completely that's the he can blow that up to 4k if he wanted to like completely, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah yeah or even cut it down because i think when you blow 70 mil and then you put it in it's like 8k or whatever anyway but um he was basically saying that's like a completely original copy of star wars that they're sitting on that or? they're just sitting on and yeah. just nothing has been done with it like so like it i would it would not surprise me in the slightest if after um, an original, original, correct. original saga yeah, DVD, I can, <laughs> I can totally see them like saying, "Oh, we're gonna strike a new print, and you're gonna get to see a new hope." And yeah, the Empire Strikes Back. Although they, yeah, I don't know. A lot of this was before the acquisition, but they're they're weird about all that kind of stuff. Yeah, I mean, like I, I don't know. Like I mean, I think because they've done so many versions of Star Wars, like there was the, there was the the final version of it before they were bought. Yeah. They were all put out on Blu-ray. That's the one I have. And then there was like the VHS ones. Just, there's so many copies. Like, so it wouldn't surprise me if they make a completely original one. And then, of course, there's those lads online who are actually, who've gone out and actually tra- made the Making original the version. Including cuts. Topher yeah. Grace. Yeah. No, not Topher Grace's cut. Not, not the, Did, no, not the cut. Didn't he make, what was it, a reduced version he, of? Yeah, it was like the edit. I think it was like called like the editor strikes back or something yeah, like that. Exactly, or yeah, exactly. Revenge, whatever. But yeah, he basically made a comp- he condensed all three of the prequels into one film. Guess. I've watched it. Oh, did you? It's pretty decent. I'd watch that. It's good. Like it's it literally open. It opens on the final scene in the Phantom Menace. Oh, yeah. so it just drops that. Drops the entire, drops all of Phantom But Menace. what about the poor Gungans? That was central to every... Okay, no, I'm going to move on. Because, well, no, the one thing I do want to say is that the, I'm actually surprised at how the legacy that Star Wars has, obviously it's this huge franchise yeah. spanning generations. I'm surprised more hasn't been made of Episode Nine totally being the end of the third one. 
Yeah, but like, yeah. I think it's because nobody actually believes Correct. it. Yes, you know? yeah, yeah. And besides, there's so much hype and excitement around the Mandalorian now that sure. people are like, oh, well, we have the Mandalorian. Yeah, you know? it's not see... like it's gone forever. Exactly. And let's see what happens with Star Wars going into TV because that could work really well, especially given all their solo stories. Well, we've got what? Another Ryan branch. Johnson trilogy and another, uh, what? Dan Benioff and or David Benioff and Dan White. I don't think that's going to happen. You think that's going to get pulled? Due to I think that's going to get pulled. Because of season eight? Genuinely. No, we've been talking for over 15 minutes about Star Wars. <laughs> Please, enough. Enough already. Are you yeah? looking forward to the new Star Wars? <laughs> we didn't even actually, we didn't even mention the Mandalorian trailer, <laughs> by the way. Oh my God. Well, right? is that TV? I haven't okay. watched it. No, you're right. Have you not? <laughs> no, it didn't come up on my radar. I was on holiday. John Favreau. Yeah. John Favreau. Oh, I thought you meant you won't watch it. No, no, no. Tell us I'll, watch like it. when it comes up on my feed, I'll watch it. Your I won't feed, eh? It your feed. Yeah. Your feed. <laughs> your feed. What are you? Twitter? That's so good. I love you. probably it. send it on to me. I totally after will. This. Once yeah, this is done, yeah. I'm gonna so, I'm gonna watch it. I'm, I'm gonna WhatsApp it. it to you, I'm gonna slack it to you, <laughs> and then I'm gonna come up to your face with my phone and be like, here, look A at it. Viber. Viber. Nobody uses it. Does still use Viber, actually? What's Viber? You don't remember Viber? <laughs> I remember the name. I don't think I ever used it. It was like, it was a pur- it was purple. It was like, I never actually even viber? opened it. No, I had I Viber. Know. I did have Viber. Yeah, true. Of course Green you did grand Viber. Yeah. What? <laughs> <laughs> even though I brought it up. You and your Bebo account. Yeah. Okay, we're done. I had a MySpace. I had a MySpace. That's oh my God. A, that's a fucking old I am. I had a fucking MySpace account. Tom was my friend. Remember Tom? Yeah, the, yeah, the white poor guy. Yeah. I do um, hate I when you get those Facebook reminders of how many years ago oh, you said Christ. or looked like. Yeah. I stand by a lot of them. The <laughs> 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 Anytime that comes up on Facebook, I'm like, yeah, dead right. What was the one I showed you the other day? I, I can't remember, so it might be terrible. Uh, oh, it was that you said a Simpsons quote, and as you were saying it, I was looking at a you quote were, from you, Owen Ronane, yes, 2012, saying yes, that quote. I nicked it. <laughs> it was the sugar <laughs> pile. the sugar guy, yeah. And you let your guard down for that <laughs> split second. And I do it again. <laughs> and you were like, I was saying it about something completely unrelated, and you had it open up in your Facebook, and you were like, this was my status from like 10 years. No, it's like, interesting you said that. It's because... interesting you said that, because look, this is a Facebook memory. Anyway, anyway, movie reviews. Movie reviews. Oh, we've got two today. <laughs> <laughs> Is that a cause for celebration? There are a few others out. We just haven't seen yeah. any others. We're we're both seeing the. You're going to the informer. You going tonight as well? Yeah, I'm going oh, cool. tonight. Right. Yeah, yeah. Because I'm there. reviewing it for Ireland AM tomorrow. Ooh. That was nice. Nice. It was a terrible name drop uh, yeah. for a, a show. Yeah, a anyway. show that we've you know both been on. Pretty exactly. regularly. I could Pretty be on regularly. it as well, but I'm just a bit busy at the moment with the podcast. <laughs> sure. Sure. I oh, know you could. You totally could. It's very easy. Like, just, like you'd, you'd actually be really good at it. I'm not even kidding. I'd just do this. <laughs> Who wants to what go first to do, with Cagney's a movies? Mark <laughs> Cagney's gone now. Ah, he is. Ah, poor old Cagger as well. Yeah. Simon Delaney now, isn't it? Or at least I was with he's Simon Delaney last doing time. For, he was telling me that he was telling me last time. He's doing it for the next month, I think. And oh, then he's, cool. I don't know why he's doing it. Niche TV3 chats will not be tolerated. <laughs> it's, not, it's not TV3, it's Virgin Media. Oh, television. sorry. That's right. That's right. <laughs> 
no. I have so many jokes, I'm just going to leave it. Uh, <laughs> tell me about the Mustang. Okay. <laughs> Which actually is about a Mustang. As I, you discovered yeah, Owen. Okay. The so this, yeah, so yeah. this had flown under the radar, so I only watched the trailer for it there. And I thought it was... Like, okay, so picture, it opens with a man, orange jumpsuit, shaved head, tattoos around the eyes, hard lad, America, you know the crack. (laughs) I thought it was all symbolism and that he was the Mustang. And then about 30 seconds in, (laughs) a big horse shows up. And you were so pleased as well, because I was sitting next to him when he was like, oh, look, there is a horse. Oh, it's an actual (laughs) Mustang. Oh, it's an actual Mustang. You were so like... like, I'm going to read out the quote I wrote down, which was, if you want to control your horse, you got to learn to control yourself. Oh, yeah. And I I, I have a feeling that's the entire film. Correct. I love it so. No, but to be fair, I like, kind of want to see it. Like it looked pretty good. Like yes, this is it. Like I, I will be your absolute. Like yeah, I mean, if you want to condense it down to that one quote, do you want to elaborate on the synopsis? No, I mean it's pretty much that. Matthias, <laughs> <laughs> Matthias, prison Sch- man finds prison horse. man finds a horse, becomes, finds himself, finds himself in the horse, becomes Mustang as one. <laughs> It's Equus in a prison. <laughs> oh, God, that's dark. No. Anyway. Um, no, but um, Matthias... Oh, my God, we'll get you We're this. not actually in love with the horse. No, I mean, I don't think so. I mean, no, no, no. Um, uh, <laughs> so, Matthias Schoenhardt's... Oh, my God. No, it's a really good film. Uh, Matthias Schoenhardt's is this, uh, obviously, prisoner. He's uh, brought to this uh, prison, of course, in Nevada. <laughs> That has, they have these real things that are like, it's animal animal rehabilitation therapy. Brilliant, yeah. And uh, in America, they actually, there are, wild mustangs are actually pretty common. And What's the difference between a mustang and a horse? Nothing really. A mustang is just a breed of horse, like a wild American mustang. Is it a particularly big breed or something? It's a common, it's a common breed in, 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 uh, in America. Very rideable. I'd assume. No, quite not. I quite do not. They're they're no? quite wild. Like ah, they're quite wild. Okay. So this is it. Like, does it get into the gender of the horse when he eventually finds a horse? No, like I mean, the, like a horse is like it's a, a what is it like a filly and a colt? Like you know, like yeah, I know about horses. Fine, Are trains, horses, Thrawn. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Fine. I keep no, asking you questions. Stop. And just okay, so like yes, <laughs> fine. Okay, yes. Um, Fine, I know a bit about horses. Okay, um, you're from Kildare. Yeah. Do we? Okay, I'll I thought make... it was because you're so wealthy that your house is surrounded by horses. No. I just have this image of of what, what like South Fork and Dallas. No, it's not that. I like mean, you, we do like have you... horses, but like, I mean, it's look. Basically, my um, uh, yes, we have horses. I was on horseback for quite. I, like, I know how to ride a horse. I'd love to see that. He's wearing a friggin' denim shirt right now. You're what does that tell you? Double-breasted. <laughs> Anyways, yes, with my little peak cap and my riding crop. And and my and my boots. And, and those the, Tobey Maguire eyes. With my, yeah, with, yeah, with my sea biscuit. Yeah, <laughs> sea biscuit. Mm, mm, with my horse. But, um, yeah, so, no, but I mean, I, I will say this, right, about the Mustang. I do think that it really does kind of capture the idea of... The bond that can actually come together between someone who's caring for an animal and the idea of like that you can take yourself out of yourself and put it into something else is in like that. It's either no, I mean in the sense of like work. 
I heard that. This review is I heard ruined. that. Oh my I God. really want to sympathize. Oh God. I want to talk about it. You're making so much sense, but it's. In fairness, it's all Owen's fault. Like, my mind is going. Yeah. He said places. he wants to put himself in a horse. I, just, I heard that. I heard that. I heard, I heard it. I, I heard it. You know, people who go see this movie are going to be really disappointed after this review. They're going to be like, there was nothing about the horse mutilation in this at all. It's Black Beauty for Hard Lads. Is that just it? <laughs> Is it like I can't? I want to delve more into it. <laughs> you're actually like Fast and the Furious. You're weak. actually not. You're you're kind of right. You're kind of right. It's basically Black Beauty for hard lads. But like, but I swear to God, I really like this film. Like, I gave it four stars. I really enjoyed it. Like, it's really well done. Matthias Schoenhardt gives a really, really. You know, emotionally vulnerable. Have we seen him in something before? He's very good at that. Yeah. He's in, um, have you seen Rust and Bone with Mary Cotillard? Okay, yeah. yeah. Yeah, he's excellent. And he that. was in uh, a royal affair, I think. Was Is he, he German? I think that was him. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. He's no, he's he uh, Danish. Oh. Danish, yeah. He's a really good actor, though. He he looks very like Viggo Mortensen. Like, yeah. You could totally imagine him and Viggo Mortensen playing brothers or something. That was like kind that. of the energy I got off the trailer as well. That he, he actually plays it. It could have been Intensity. way hammier, it feels like. from. No, 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 no. See, that's it. You kind of, you go into it kind of thinking, like, I mean, that trailer, I don't think does it justice. Because like, you go into it thinking, yeah, it's going to be this really hammy kind of thing. And to be fair, like, it is very, it doesn't shy away from, it's very... Er, redemption or yeah, 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 completely. But like, it's done in such an authentic way. And I think Matthias Schoenhardt give, gives it such an, an uh, intensity and he gives it such a naturalism to it that when you're watching it, like, even if you do know what's going to happen, even if, you, even if you do know what's going on with it, it doesn't really matter because you buy into it. You buy into his performance. You buy into the fact that he is this person who has this huge amount of rage and it's completely unfocused. And he's yeah. just, he's all internalizing it. And that when he then learns to you know break in the horse and all the rest of it like you can kind of feel that he is learning more about himself as he does it and like anyone will tell you this like when you're learning to ride a horse for the first time when you're learning to break in a horse you it's do confidence go, or whatever yeah like you build confidence like you do it it really is that thing where you build confidence with a horse and you do actually begin to kind of develop a bond like, you know yeah. that kind of way and that the horse will listen to you and learn your smells same as a dog same as any kind of animal that has a bit of higher intelligence like do you think that part of the reason you enjoyed this particular movie so because much i know a lot because, about horses yeah yeah it's true it is true i'm yeah. not gonna lie but i mean i mean it's got like would you consider yourself a hard lad I, I, <laughs> i'm a soft boy who wishes he could watch <laughs> no but like black beauty more often I, yeah I'm, the music is great it's amazing film. It's, yeah. it's great black movie. beauty is yeah fantastic but um no i mean i like no i don't like no i mean <laughs> to, to answer your question d no not necessary i mean i did enjoy it i, I watched it yeah. like i was i got a bit like a piney but i was like god I'm, you know miss being around i'm just you know, I, 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 I got it I got a little bit the sad, right? I'll admit that. I did get a little bit sad watching. I was like, I, yeah. I gotta go home. And, you know what I mean? That kind of stuff. Like, Buy a horse. <laughs> no, I have a horse. But um, yeah. Yeah. Where's the horse now? In Kildare. No in way. My parents place, yeah. And do you ride it regularly? No, I don't, that's it. In years. I haven't done it in years. Like, Is that because you're too tall for it? or? No, it's just I haven't got a chance. Like, yep. It's the whole thing. Like You gotta like put saddle up and you gotta put the stirrup Do you own a saddle or do you have to rent the saddle? No, my... Your my parents own? My, my father, my father basically has a couple of horses. Like my father basically used to. Um, Brian's a secret rich boy. 
What's the ho- no? But what's the horse doing every day if it's, it's not? She's just out in the field, like. So it's not for it's not. It's in the stable. No one else is riding. No, it's, it's just ple- no. It's a pleasure horse. Yeah, it's a pleasure horse. That's what it's called. <laughs> That's what it's called. That's what it's called. That's what it's called. Stop laughing. But would That's you be able to like ride it again after so long? Me? Yeah. I mean, like, would like would he even recognize you? No, probably not. It's not my like no, my. Uh, no, I mean, it's that's not so like. Sad. No, like you I mean. You have to go visit the horse. Tell no, us I mean, the horse's like, name. Uh, City Gold. Um, Seagull. City Gold. City Gold. City Gold. Yeah, it was Aww. it was a show jumping. It was basically I'll tell you the story. Of it. So it was a show jumping horse, and uh, it had an operation done on one of its uh, one of its legs, and because like the horse was absolutely fine. Yeah. But um, it wasn't going to be able to show jump again, basically, because it didn't. The gait of it wasn't. You right. saved it from the rifle. Basically, yeah. My dad basically was like, "Look, listen, I'll take the horse off you. Like, if you're going to get rid of it, like, yeah, you know, because that's really what would happen. Like, the horse would just be go to the glue factory." I want to like. see this turn into a film so bad. Hey, you know what? It should be a <laughs> film. And you gold. know what? You abandon your city gold. For a new city gold of Dublin. Well, that's it. Like, yeah, because it was it, the, no, it was a show. There was a show jumping horse that belonged to Irish Rail, and um, because they named it after like the first class. Yeah, Irish Rail. City Gold first. So Irish Rail bought this I, Irish, is so Irish Ireland. Rail, yeah, no, the Irish Rail basically had a show jumping horse. I say that sentence again. Irish Rail CIE had this show jumping horse called <laughs> City Gold, and my dad uh, used to work for CIE, and he basically. Found out that they were going to get rid of this horse. And he so he like, kept the horse. He basically kept the horse, yeah. For his son. No, it wasn't for it was for him. It was for all of us. Like, you know, why do I feel like you're going to speed off as soon as this podcast is done? Go run into the field. Dad, get saddle him up. I need to. It's just free as the wind. This is my favorite episode of the film show. That can be the redeeming like finale to the movie we're going to make about Brian and City Gold. But like no, I mean, I, I swear to God, like it'll bit, be like a montage of ten years later, and you're sitting here recording a podcast, talking about a movie you saw about horses, yeah. and then you're gonna run. It's yeah. a shame run we're in to it, city gold. And, and higher floor. I'd love to see the yeah. horse. In but the um, have either of you been on a horse? No. Oh yeah, I think I fell off a horse when I was six. Wow. And that's why I'm like this. That's why you're <laughs> yeah. I feel like you would have. Um, I did a, I did a little when I was young. You know when? when oh, here we go. Bring you to horse camp. No. Oh, okay. That's not no, a thing you in Kildare. You know, you know when you... Horse camp. Horse camp. It's a thing in Kildare. <laughs> I'm not helping myself at all so here. Happy no. About um, no, it was one of those things where, you know, they have a whole bunch of horses and you can like pay a bit and they put you on the horse and then you all walk around. I think that's what I did. Yeah. the field. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. And, and like, and like if you were really good, then you could go around without the like supervisor there. And I was able to once and then I lost control of the horse and then the supervisor came back and then I was like, never again. <laughs> and that's the story of my, my equine um, days riding. are behind me. Yeah. Uh, right. Uh. But it's a really good film. Sorry. Yeah. Just to, just to try to get back to this. Film. Bruce you could say in that it. it made it broke your heart into a million little pieces. I no. I mean, like, it's. Uh. <laughs> Oh yeah, that's going to be the name of the film. Yeah. Second oh, review. Oh, yeah. oh, I just got that. You're meant to write those down and pass them to me to segue. Make it slick. <laughs> okay, so four stars. No, yeah. Oh, sorry. Yeah. 
Poor Mustang. Four, I bet it's a great film. I give it four hooves out of five. <laughs> but no, I was I was excited to see Bruce Dern from Nebraska. Yeah, the gnarliest man. Absolutely, in- and he's so gnarly in this as well. <laughs> Even as hat is all gnarled and old and stuff like that. But he's really good in it. Like he's he's like they're all really. It's a very very well made film. Like I, I really did enjoy it, um, and not just because I know about horses. Okay. But I really did enjoy it, and it's, I think it's—I think it's really well. I'd say myself. I mean, it wouldn't surprise me in the slightest if you see Matthias Schoenhardt's up for some sort of like independent spirit award. Yeah, I don't think it'll go as far as the Oscars. Maybe it will. But is it I, quite a tight restraint film or whatever? It looks very straightforward. It's very straightforward, but like it's the performances are that good in it, and wow. it's that natural. I really could see your man Matthias Schoenhardt's getting some kind of like independent spirit award. Yeah, yeah, I'd love to see him in more. So yeah, really having good. not seen this, it's very, no, it is good. It's worth, definitely worth a watch. Definitely. Dear, are there any horses in your film? A million little pieces. No. Any horses you can weave into this review? Brian would you say, would you you say nay to this? <laughs> yeah. I segued so smoothly earlier. I know you did. And I you totally completely it ignored it. So sorry. Do you know saying. what, by the way, I have to bring it back because I was going to let it slide. But what, when you said the preface preface thing, mm-hmm. about two seconds later, after you guys started talking again, I thought of the phrase, boy is my fuss red. And it was too late. What? What phrase? Instead, in, instead of my... As in... We need to preface this, and he was going to say, "Boy, yeah. my fuss, oh. my fuss is red." You know what? You made the effort, buddy, and I'm proud of you. I'm, I'm so glad I went back to say it, and I don't care. And you paused. How much it died. You paused the entire thing to make that. Joke. It's not related to the previous not review. This review. But I've scratched it. So look, look at the look. At, we, my God, if we could bottle the dis, the disdain, the actual disdain on Dee's face when when like my God, if we there could has, bo- there, if we if we could turn that into some sort of renewable energy source, my God, we our troubles would be over. There my has just Christ. been so much talk of Star Wars and of horses, neither of which mm. I'm all that fond of. So. Yeah, I like horses? horses to look at. Like, as animals, they're beautiful, but we've talked a lot about them. But uh, tell me this, do you like to look at Aaron Taylor Johnson? Ah. Oh my gosh, actually, <laughs> when I came out of this, oh yeah. that was when good. I came out of this Again, movie, right down, the first thing I tweeted was, well, I didn't expect to see Aaron Taylor Johnson's penis first Whoa! thing in the morning. No way. And then I retweeted it saying, I should have said Aaron Taylor's Johnson. <laughs> hey, like, what? So you're allowed to go back and retroactively insert a amended pun. What? But I'm not. What do you mean? You got to add a second tweet minutes later when you thought of an improved bit of joke. Yeah. I just did it there. With the Mifus. No, it, I just didn't get it immediately. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Yours I have was clear. Yeah. Let's say Sorry. we're both equally brilliant. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> I like it. <laughs> okay, so tell me this. Um, why was Aaron Taylor's Johnson? <laughs> hey! Uh, why was his Johnson out? Well, actually, his wife directed it. So that's Sam Taylor Johnson, who people... Now, she did a couple of indie films. She did Nowhere Boy, which is actually... I think it was on that film she met Aaron Taylor Johnson. No way. And she would probably be better known now as the director of the first Fifty Shades of Grey movies. Mm. The sauciest Um, film to ever grace our screens. (laughs) So saucy. (laughs) But, uh, yeah, it's a bit of a weird backdrop to this story because if you watch the trailer, it says based on the controversial bestseller. And it was very controversial in that 
It was essentially sold by its author, James Frey, as a memoir and this true story about him, you know, being in his kind of, I'm not sure exactly if he's meant to be in his like 20s or 30s, but he's young anyway. And he had this huge alcohol and drug addiction problem. And he was eventually, um, you know, he went to rehab to heal and everything. And Mm. his memoir is about all these individuals he meets and all these near life, um, sorry, near death experiences rather. Um, And then... It, the novel got on all these best-selling lists. Oprah was praising it and everything. And then it turned out that it was kind of bullshit and that he'd exaggerated a lot wow. and that a bunch no of it had never actually happened. So, yeah. So wait, hang on why. a sec. So he never actually did no, have an I, alcohol and I drug I think problem. that he did, he but basically one. he exaggerated a number of the events that he wrote about in the book, even though it was marketed as a memoir. And is the movie based life. on the exaggeration or is it spoiler to say it maybe? That's the thing, because, I mean, the script is co-written by uh, Sam Taylor Johnson and Aaron Taylor Johnson, but it's based on James Frey's book. So I don't really know. While ignoring the intensity of it or whatever. I don't really know, to be honest. And did they consult with him? But I mean, like James Frey, like after writing this um, book, he went on to write like two sequels that still did really well in spite of him getting a lot of shtick. But just in terms of the plot, it doesn't go... By the way, none of this happened. Like, it isn't a plot device yeah. where no, the guy no. goes on to write a book. It just or says based on the book, okay. blah, blah, blah. Weird. But it doesn't say, like, at the end, you know, yeah. I'm so-and-so. <laughs> all of I this mean, was fraudulent. All fine. Yeah, but I mean, yeah. I, okay, right now, I'm going to pause right there because just, I would think myself, whenever you're kind of writing a memoir, mm-hmm. and I mean, the, <clears throat> I mean this in the sense of, like, even a biopic film, like, as in, like, you know, Dandy or something, um... There is that element of poetic license. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I mean? There is yeah. that element of like, okay, this is a dramatization. This is, uh, you, you're automatically, uh, you know, aware of mm. the fact that it may be an unreliable narrator. Mm. I mean, does it even have that part of it? Like where it's like it an unreliable really, narrator? It doesn't really go into unreliable narrator. Like there are kind of like some artsy elements to it. The trailer it. even has a lot of that. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Like of... there's like at one point there's this girl who he starts a relationship with and there's this scene where like she's kind of surrounded by this flying ash and then when he first like comes into rehab there's like all this mud or what could possibly be shit like dripping off the walls. So it kind of does get into the film medium in that way but in but it's more kind of about his perception of the situation exactly in his mental state as opposed to suggesting any of this isn't real and I mean like watching the film I could see how reading this book you would totally believe in everything that happened like it's not exaggerated to the point where it's like you know, like, you know, some of the things that happened in the dirt where it's like Ozzy Osbourne yeah. uh, licking a piss or something like yeah. that. <laughs> you know, what not a, stuff like, what how a could way to that go. have happened? <laughs> you know, and, and yeah, and it's it's a structure in that, like, you know, it's all about his collapse and his struggles and him eventually being redeemed. And so all it is this, a straightforward... Some people being left behind. So, like, okay. you would watch it and think it's a completely authentic story. So it's a weird kind of source in the first place but as a movie just watching it completely objectively as a movie like I thought I couldn't help but watch it and think of other like rehab set movies like yeah. you think of One Flew Over the Cuckoo's Nest or K-Pax which I know is lesser known but 
you know, I yeah. quite enjoyed that too. And Girl Interrupted. And this movie, like it was fine. And Aaron Taylor Johnson was very, very good in it. And Billy Bob Thornton just completely so good, lights up the screen every time I he's on it. You just can't again. stop yeah. watching. Yeah. So fucking naturally charismatic. Yeah. Like he could be playing, like he plays kind of a nice mentor redeemed like yeah. mob boss in this. But like he could be playing a douchebag and I'd still You'd still totally believe it. Exactly. Like, I haven't yeah, seen him since Fargo where yeah. he was. What? The, yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. The TV yeah. series. The t- yeah. yeah, sorry. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Sure. But he's so, so good in this. So like it's enjoyable from that aspect, but it doesn't have any of that kind of emotional resonance as other kind of similar movies to this would have had. Nothing, nothing about it kind of stays with you. It's fine as you're watching it because of the good performances. Um, Do you think would it resonate with people going through addiction kind of thing? Is it a very I don't, intense? I don't think so as much because this year has been so full of those movies, particularly I'm thinking of Beautiful Boy, yeah, which I thought yeah. was like a really, even though like it was a really tough watch, I thought they really accurately portrayed like the effects of like a young person having that kind of like drug and alcohol addiction, the impact of that on, on his their family, yeah. And stuff, yeah, yeah, on his father, on his mother, on his siblings, you know. And then Ben is back. I thought was like just a more compelling story or something, even though that was maybe a bit kitsch or over dramatic mm, yes, or something. Yeah. Um, but it was still very good, and that kind of looked at the family unit as well, except in a more kind of dramatized. Story. So you actually preferred Ben is back to this? I probably did. Yeah. 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 That's interesting. Yeah. And I mean, like, but I mean, acting wise, all of them are excellent. Yeah. It's funny just because people seem to talk more about Beautiful Boy than they do Ben is Back. I think that's mostly because of Timothy. Timothy yeah. It is, isn't it? Yeah, I really like that. And Steve Carell. And Steve Carell. And Steve Carell, yeah. But like, yeah, I do think like a lot of it is sucked up by the fact that like, yeah, it's just Timothy Chalamet mm. and he's like the hot the hot young thing. Yeah. That, like, you know, that kind of yeah. Speaking of, we should have put that into news. The new trailer. The yeah. Oh, I haven't Netflix. seen a trailer for that. What's it yet? called? All Hail the King or no, something? No, it's just called The King. Oh. It's not that... I, I, I watched it I was like, really? This? Again? Are they basically... Now, I haven't seen the trailer, but mm. are they basically kind of trying to do with the Tudors on it? Kind of, yeah. I think they're yeah. doing... Um, Henry the... It's Henry V, which was uh, famously Kenneth Branagh. Yes. And and That's Tom Hiddleston right, yeah. in The Hollow Crown. Correct. Was that good, Both of which I loved, yeah. I was going to say, I've always wanted to sit and watch it. Yeah. It was one of the best TV things I've ever seen. Really? And I hadn't read the plays or anything. I really? Wasn't, I wasn't familiar with the story. I yeah, still... like it's, yeah, this is basically like, it's, the king is, uh, it's basically an adaptation of it. And Timothy Chalamet plays Henry V. And um, Joel Edgerton plays Falstaff. And Robert Pattinson is the Dauphin, and uh, Ben Mendelsohn is Henry the Fourth. Yeah, or no, uh, Richard the Second was his dad. Sorry, yes, yeah, yeah. Um, so yeah, I mean, it's great cast. <laughs> um, I don't know. I'm, I I I saw the trailer. I was like, okay, yeah, grand, I guess. Actually, another Netflix series that I would like to tease. I saw the Dark Crystal Age of Resistance. I have heard so many people talking about this. Is what? it as good as people are saying? I really, really enjoyed it. Really, I really, really liked it. And I I did actually watch the Dark Crystal, which is great. It's on Netflix. Oh, okay, so oh. watch it now in case you're listening to this and the series is now. Yeah, because it's out on Friday. Um, I really, really thought it was excellent. That as good, like, yeah. as like a fantasy adventure series it basically ticks all the boxes I don't know a thing about want, it you know? can you give us a, a um, elevator pitch 
it's kind of like it's basically my understanding anyway although they kind of hint that it might not be a prequel series but the idea is no, that it is it's prequel. a prequel to the dark crystal yeah but you have to watch it you'll see what i mean oh, <laughs> it might be going you're ahead of the curve it might be going in a slightly different Ooh, direction yes. which is interesting um but it's about these oh i don't even know they're like kind oh of elves God. or something. It's, it's, it's like it's really hard to describe without sounding like a douchebag. But there's this kingdom called Thra, which has these seven clans of Gelflings, which are like these little elf creatures. D, in nothing it. you could say will D. make you come like, out worse than Brian like, in today's you, episode. Were you listening earlier? I was talking about like Imperial Star Destroyer fleets. Yeah. You can't out, you can't out douchebag me on this. I really uh, thought that would fair. be the height of it. Like, until we God. went into that horse. Just, yeah, once we got into the horse talk. Yeah, like I mean. D, you got you got full right <laughs> no, here. No, sorry, keep going. Swing for him. Hit it, and girl. Anyway, the rulers of the Gelflings are these guys called the Skeksis. And so far, they've all been like very good. They're kind of these ugly, like monster-like creatures. Um, but so far, they've been very good to the Gelflings. But what the Gelflings don't know is that um, the... <laughs> this sounds so ridiculous. But the Skeksis were entrusted with protecting this huge crystal, which is called the Crystal of Truth. But little do they know is that they've actually been using the crystal for all of this evil and to make them immortal. So now it has become the Dark Crystal. Oh, okay. And yeah, we're basically going to see how that whole relationship between the Skeksis and the Gelflings unfolds as they find out the truth. I feel like you're pitching your manuscript that you've like, it's an <laughs> e-book you've been working like on yeah. for like 15 for like years. 15 years. It's like, <laughs> so, no, we I'd open be way on... more enthusiastic. If it was I really that, need to see the trailer. <laughs> I, I love that you said, by the way, I, and I, I, I just want you to know that that ebook thing, like, <laughs> that's that niche, the idea of a self published. It's so niche, but like, so like, oh, <laughs> just something you've poured yourself into. I know, that's it, because. Like a horse. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, That's no, a direct quote. I didn't think that. I know, I know, I know. All right, I am going to end this before the episode gets any worse, but I've had a fantastic time. I can't believe I said that. I can't believe I said pour yourself into that. Well, it, maybe people will go see the Mustang now and they can feedback on whether they are anywhere near as yeah. enamored as oh you clearly God. were. Or, I mean, but like, oh. or if you want to see Aaron Taylor's Johnson. Yeah. yeah. That's the reason to go see Million Little Pieces. Uh, no, I, yeah. Okay. Anyway. <laughs> Thanks so much for tuning in. Uh, do leave a Twitter message. If Please don't. <laughs> especially this week. But uh, now we'll catch you next week for more of this nonsense. <laughs> <laughs>